language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Listening to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I'm one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. What up? And of course, the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? Say, go ahead. Say, man, my mama asked why you why you always sound like you don't want to be here. (laughs) Always Saturday, you know. I was listening to the show and he said, Yes, uh, like he don't want to be here. <laughs> but you know, once he gets it's started, all he, he, he yeah, all I'm gonna in. Yeah, get jump started here. Especially right. since we got some good opinions we're going to hear tonight. Yeah, but before we get started, uh, you can always listen, rate, review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Spreaker, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. But since we got that out the way, Mike Maurice, we got a couple of returning friends of the podcast, man. Yep. You know, they even got their t-shirts out. Boy, oh, yeah. I tell you. They came to represent. You, you know, the, 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 the yep. true school yep. music brothers, Clifton yeah. and Broderick Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. something free. You know they gonna wear it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Welcome back. They live, too. Free yeah, 99. Yeah. yeah, they are live. Yeah. <laughs> Fit good. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I might wear this ass somewhere. Uh, <laughs> need to. We appreciate that. Up. Yeah. yeah. We, we appreciate that. that. And, and they don't shrink either. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, man, I don't know. I get into a full-blown uh, endorsement. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't have mine on because it's dirty. I wore it yesterday. Oh, okay. That's the only reason I don't have mine on. Yeah, I man. like my t-shirt too. Yeah, man. We gonna have to. Uh, you know what? We gotta. We, we gotta give ourselves some more cup. We gotta put them in rotation. Cause uh, we keep wearing the same one over That's and over. No, nah, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, got no, nah, we gotta give some people who go out hoodies. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we yeah, gotta yeah, get some hoodies in rotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to be Ooh, cool weather nice. too. Yeah. So some hoodies would be live. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That'll be. Oh yeah, just we were just sleep. talking about that earlier yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, cause y'all need. Uh, matter of fact, man, you know we normally go first, but it's something I want to know about Mister What Up though himself. What's up? Well, uh, well, introduce them first. We been talking. Uh, we already did. <laughs> did, he man, man, you yeah. did he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm true school brother. Here, so my bad. You in that cigar magazine, <laughs> yeah. boy? I tick. I'm listening. To <laughs> uh, KRS One, the concert y'all went to, man. Wow. Y'all, y'all break that down for us. Who opened? Go ahead, B. Um, I have no idea who opened <laughs> because we got there right. <laughs> Where did they perform? Uh, it was at the Gas Monkey. Oh, okay. Gas Monkey okay. Live. Yeah, it's a pretty nice, pretty nice spot. It's pretty, okay. Pretty okay. big. You know, I I would have liked it to be a little smaller. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. It is pretty big, though. Uh, decent crowd, I would say. Mixed crowd. Um, it was, uh, who was the guy that was on right before him? It was, this one, this is White Cat. He was, he was straight. He was okay. Yeah, yeah like um, I, I couldn't tell you his name saved my life. Though. Yeah, because we kind of came in like, like right after he started. Right. And he had like break dances and. Yeah, he was hip hop though. Yeah, it was a lot of different. They, they were kind of like showcasing a lot of different elements yeah. of mm-hmm. hip hop. Right. All in one group, so it was cool. But yeah, Chris got on there, man, and 
like I um, told my brother the other day, you know, really, <laughs> with that type of, at his age, because I think he's like 53, 54, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, just total command of the mic, total command of the stage, and I'm just, that's what I'm like that. See, that's hip-hop shit. That's right hip-hop. That's to hip-hop. Me. You know what I'm saying? See, Jay-Z is cool. I love Jay-Z, but Jay-Z and Beyonce, that's that's just not hip-hop to me. That turns into something totally different, totally you know different. what I'm saying? So I, I, I'd much rather have hip-hop in a small, <laughs> intimate setting, man, you know, so we can... I'm bumping. I want to be bumping into the person that's next to me. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I want to do that. You right. Know, and everything and is they all good. It. They you feeling it. They feeling it the same way. Right. We jumping around. Spitting you know, all the lyrics. Right. That That's hip-hop. That, that's no what cor- I like. No corporate hip-hop. Right. Nah, no corporate hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, corporate. You know, they say uh, the one thing you don't do in hip-hop is touch the stage after KRS-One been on the, on the, on the stage. Yeah. Because he, he tear it up. Yeah. He say what Marty Mars say? He say that's the... <laughs> That's the one thing in hip hop that's 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 Bible. Yeah. Right. Do I not agree. get on the stage after KRS One. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he will, it's, he it's will, difficult. He will. He will ruin your set. <laughs> yeah. Your set will suck. Probably. <laughs> he's, a, he's a definite wordsmith. Man. Yeah. yeah, man. But it was an amazing show, man. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was just sad. It wasn't a whole lot of brothers. <laughs> right. Right. Brothers out there, you know. I wasn't expecting the sisters too much, but. So you saying that y'all were underrepresented as oh, black man. men? Oh, man. Coffee and white dudes. Wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm sure he he's used to that, but I'm pretty sure it's like mm-hmm. that everywhere mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But it got it got to be a little front because you he probably can take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like he he gave us just that. That's just probably his stick everywhere he go. But just imagine if it was a crowd of cats our age mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that really knew about that era and it was around during that time. Giving them that feedback, it's man. I'm telling you, dude. Hey, no females. No, no. no nah. nah, that that's not shocking yeah. here. That's actually yeah. a real hip hop show, though. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> right. That's, 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 that's not yeah. shocking. I mean, it's kind of like you know, not so politically correct to say that in the that, Me Too environment. But I mean, hip hop shows back in the day were were not females were not there. Where the real ones. Run, no, Run DMC. Remember we went to see. They, remember the they, OK they Play Tour? They weren't there. Yeah. They weren't there remember in the OK like Play Tour? Yeah, yeah, man. It was. It depends yeah. on the artist. Like Common. Black Star, they we, came for Black oh, Star. They we, came we out we for Black Star. Common. Yeah, they that did. That time we saw Common. Okay. Yeah. Common, right, yeah. Right. yeah, see a lot of females like Common. Certain artists, Okay. of yeah. course. But KRS-One is probably not yeah, an artist gonna that's going to bring out women right. anyway. Because, right. you know, Nah, it's what's all. his softest song? What, Love's Gonna Get You? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, he so. used to have this whole crew where his wife was rapping. And yeah. I mean, True, that, that, you know. So that might have. Miss Melody and I'm. I'm leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave that alone. Don't do that. I Wait. was uh I don't know what I was listening to some show and they said uh KRS one stays ready for battles. Yeah. And uh it must I never been. hear anybody talking about battling him because you can't, you know. But I never hear anybody talking about battling him. And, and the way <laughs> and what he was saying is is that, stay with a chip that on whether show. uh whether or not he's a friend of yours or not. He still got a rhyme ready to battle you. Yeah. Hmm. So I was like, uh, and uh, it, I know it was Quest. Quest Love was talking oh, okay. about him. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he pulled out a rhyme book uh, and showed Quest the rhyme he had lined up for Black Thought. Ready. He said, he better not never come with it because <laughs> if, he, if he says something, I'm ready for him. So he like continues to write. I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, I like to see it too. 
But, yeah, I know you would. <laughs> but uh, you know, he said he could, t- and so you know that that right there is true hip hop to me. You right. know, it's just okay. It's just who he is as a as a, as a as an artist. Yeah, it's natural. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's like it's like a, uh, you know, we did the show on music education. We were talking to uh, Dr. Oscar, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he just uh, he does he doesn't necessarily practice music anymore, but he practices every day. And it's because mm-hmm. it's it's just maintenance. maintenance. Yeah. And so when you hear real rhymers, you know they always got something for you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, real hip hop is always working got on the craft. something for you right. because always they're always on writing. The craft. Right. And you can kind of always tell when you know, you know, when 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 they're not writers. You can <laughs> right. kind of tell they're pretty performers. Yeah. Right. You can tell pretty quickly when somebody's not a writer. But they so. corporate. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's Moss word. That's the I, professor's word. I like that word. <laughs> Corporate hip hop. That's real. I mean, the that's only, what it is. The that's only negative is. I have for Karius One concert the other night was he didn't do my philosophy. Yeah. Wow. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, right. that kind of would have pissed me off. Yeah. Like, that's, that that's that would have been the only thing that's I needed the, to hear. Like, that's on, the main Chris. thing I want to yeah. hear, bro. Yeah, what but, were you thinking? But I you couldn't know, wait to hear. I couldn't wait to hear in about four seconds. But you know what? He the probably will begin he, to speak. He's probably gotten to a point where he's tired of seeing doing it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, can't, it's kind of like it's kind of like get tired of doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like Miles. Miles created. He created be cool bop. You know, and for. 20 years he wouldn't touch the music he didn't you know Quincy in fact Quincy Jones was the one who got him to come back and play that music after like 20-25 years where he just wouldn't because I I think at some point yeah I mean just after a while you kind of I think you know you get to a place where you like yeah this is me but that's not all I am and I can do you know I got some other stuff going on and then it's us who are uh nostalgic and there are things about that period of time when they've done stuff we just want to hear that all the time and it just becomes this kind of whole you know like i can do it but i don't really want to do it uh-huh. it would have pissed me off too i ain't gonna sit here and act like i wouldn't have been mad I, i'm not mad but i i understand yeah disappointed you don't hear that shit yeah, yeah that's, but I, that's yeah nah that's I a would. little selfish right there in my opinion <laughs> yeah, yeah. That my philosophy. Come on, man. That's 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 hey. your classic joint. Yeah, but Jig, like Jigga nah, said, you want my old that. shit by my old album. Uh oh, we're finna go into another. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't, we, ain't, we ain't got time for that shit. Yeah. Say what you Let, Let's talk about the Richard Pryor. We'll start that shit again. Well, with that being said, Ma- Maurice, what you been on, man? Uh, I actually been listening to uh, a couple of hip hop albums this week, I, uh, and they corporate hip hop. I'm just gonna go on to tell you. So, uh, I listened to uh, the new Lupe Fiasco. It's like 24 songs. I'm halfway through it. I like it. But that's not really corporate hip hop, though. Well, I mean, Lupe well, no longer. A, he just yeah, he, he just he left the label. Yeah. yeah, he's different. But I mean, you know, I know what you're saying, though. He's yeah. known. Yeah, 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 he's pretty, yeah. he's pretty known. Popular. So I mean, have you guys heard about this album where it's supposed to be like this whole concept thing where he goes, he talks, he the premise of the album um, is that um, he uh, is uh, hip rap from the perspective of the slaves who didn't make it across during the original passage and it's like sunken slave ships and they uh mm-hmm. he created this whole universe where they they lived and they created a, a city under the sea and they started having these uh philosophical conversations mm-hmm. about life and everything and it's it's like 
it's kind of it's really like a really kind of interesting little concept album mm-hmm. but the beats are nice i like the beats i like i like the rap and to me he's a really good rapper so yeah is it gonna be on video i don't know? know i don't know that's a good question because yeah. i've only i've only listened to it so far but yeah, I don't know. that sounds like it'd be a great concept to check out it's but like yeah. uh it's like uh uh black panther 2 Lupe, I mean, and he, he is I, on I'm that. I'm sure that was <laughs> that's his whole some vibe. Kind of yeah, 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 that's that's it. That's his vibe down there. So yeah, yeah. I was listening to that. Sounds like dope. Yeah, yeah and I listened to the little to, to the new uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, I like that. You like it? I liked it. I like it you a like lot. It? I like the my some of my favorite cuts. I like Open Letter, and then I like the cut that he had with um, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I didn't like that one as much. Mona Lisa. Okay. I didn't like okay. that one as much. I liked the I liked the one that he had with uh, Ashanti. I actually liked that, but I got more R and B stuff in my. That did have an R and B feel to yeah, it. Okay. So, All right. But I, I I liked it. I thought it was a good I album. Finished okay. listening to that. I think I only listened to like the first two songs. It's good. I, yeah. To me, it's good. I like. It. I've heard I, people I, totally cry. You know. Yeah. I finished listening to it. What did uh, you think? It was how many? What twenty four songs? It was quite a few songs on it. Yeah. Uh, too many songs. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. I mean, it's just for me, from what I can remember, probably for right now, after listening to it for one time, about about five that stood out. Okay. You know what I'm five that I that I could that I could rock to. You okay. know what I'm saying? Five okay. that I could rock to. But then it started sounding like, you know what I'm saying? But towards the I, actually I take it back it, towards the end, it actually started getting better. Speaking to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. The first part, the first part of a, of the album, you know, was kind of Drakeish. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, but the the last part was was a little better. Yeah. So that's funny that you say it's kind of Drakeish because he influenced Drake. But True. Drake owns the sound now. It's Drake's sound. And I think some of that was probably old. That's kind of yeah. what it yeah. made yeah. me yeah. think. Because yeah. he was yeah. in some kind of uh, that situation. He was in kind of a label issue. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Yeah. right. So yeah. some yeah. of the songs probably been Carter Five. Dated, I can yeah. tell. Yeah. Yep. I can definitely yep. tell. Yep. Carter Five probably should have been out two years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So those two. Yeah. What's up, Maury? I mean, Michael. Um, I've been kind of busy, so you know, just whatever was playing is what I listened to. <laughs> but um, I did, uh, you know, uh, I posted ha- about it. Yeah, uh, hashtag Madison, uh, Madison McFerrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I liked that when you posted that. That was, that was a nice write up to Bobby. Did, man. Yeah, in relation man. to Bobby, this is daughter. daughter. Yeah. This is youngest daughter. So okay. she does, she does like this. Uh, she does Bobby in the sense that she uses her voice as the instrument uh but it, she does what she calls soul pella soul appella so it's uh it's bobby mcferrin and then it's got this you know it's, she she's a soul singer so um she got pipes kareem bailey ray with a better voice Hmm. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. much better mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I yeah, much much better voice. So, you know, she's a she's a she's a Berkeley grad. Uh, I don't know if she was a grad, but she did go to Berkeley for a while, and then you know, uh, Prodigy. You know, uh, you know, Bobby McFerrin is the truth. You know, voice wise, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's a he's had an incredible a lot, musician. To me, to me. Making, making sounds with his voice. Yeah, he's an incredible singer. Really? Yeah. And you see, that's so? what I was going to point yeah, yeah. to. If it hadn't mm-hmm. been for like you and Clarence and a lot of other jazz people, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know about Bobby McFerrin's jazz albums. Yeah. Because yeah. he had a lot of really good jazz he's albums. A, he had a lot of good yeah, albums. Yeah, he's a, uh, 
you but know, his father was an opera singer, though, wasn't he? His father was an opera singer, singer. Yeah. Yeah. and his mother was a uh, was a choral singer as well. Oh, so he uh, got best of both. Worlds. He's a, he's a yeah. prodigy. He started out as a piano player, uh, in uh, he went to uh, he w- he he went to Juilliard at age six. He was in programs at Juilliard when he was six years old. Wow. So he's a he's a he's a yeah. real deal musician. So you know most people only know him from. You don't know, worry, be don't worry to be happy. Yeah, the and, uh, <laughs> and the Cosby uh, Show. The Cosby Show. Yeah, I didn't, man. I'm yeah. glad you. Okay, but no, if you uh, if you check for Bobby, you check some of his earlier. The, he has some good stuff. He has some real good yeah. stuff. He has I some mean, good he, stuff. I mean, he's a he's a great singer. Yeah. And uh, um, and then even you know, you, uh, like you said, he makes sounds with his his voice. But if you listen to that stuff. That, that shit is like incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, I, I'm so, not. Yeah, I'm I mean not, those not those uh, yeah. those those super super tight uh, harmonies that he creates. You know that shit's hard to sing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you got one person doing all of that. Man, you that's, can't write that. Yeah, that, that ain't is, nothing to write. <laughs> you right. know, you uh, sing straight these, spirit. The take six kind of yeah, get something yeah, from talent. him. Take six is yeah. I I, I would say yeah. I would say they they uh, I I would say they are a direct descendant of what he was able to do with his voice by himself hmm. now uh madison is her name uh she does he has a he has his he has a son that's a producer too i can't think of his name right now tony or something like that taylor is it taylor something like that? taylor mcfarren i think it's his, yeah. his name and if i think about it for a little while i'll tell you what he's produced um but uh he uh uh but madison kind of does the same thing you know she has a she has a single called insane and that's the that's the one we posted right. the other day insane mm. and it's the same thing where she does like the all of the music with her voice and then she sings over the top of it and it's it's soul music so you know it's it's not uh you know Bobby's most famous record that don't worry be happy and the songs that he did on that album were kind of popish Right. You know, and they're they're mm-hmm. a little more accessible to mm-hmm. uh, more people. But what Madison did is just like pure soul music, and then she does music where she's it's what I call ambient soul. It's kind of that, you know, those uh, uh, wave keyboard sounds, and then mm-hmm. she kind of sings over the top Strange, of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's dope. I like it a lot. I can't wait to. Uh, I'd like to see her live, but I can't wait to. Uh, kind of listen to some some she doesn't really have a full document out there yet so i'm kind of waiting for that to come out i think she you know that'll be worth listening to but no doubt. anyway yeah, man. that's what i've been on that's the only thing new or the only thing worth me talking about yeah. other than i'm still listening to bun b <laughs> can't yeah, stop heard listen- that too can't, can't yeah. stop listening to bun b just right. just into right. that one yeah. the new one yeah, yeah, Return of the Trill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got some. Got yeah, a few he got some nice music on there. <laughs> Man, it's it's Southern canon. It's 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 a it's a it's a Southern hip hop record. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like that album. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. Blood on the Dash. That's the song I keep listening to. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's. I mean, he rhyming his ass off on it, and then you know. Listening to Gary Clark Jr. do the hook, uh-huh. it's dope. Gary yeah, Clark, Gary Clark, he sang on it. or just played the. Uh, he sang, played he, the sang, he sang the hook. Yeah, he yeah. just sang. I like, mm-hmm. I like him. He sang the hook. Yeah, it's a pretty cool album, man. Okay. Yeah, I was 
Right on, man. Happy to hear that. But uh, I checked out this documentary called 20 Feet from Stardom. Have y'all checked it out yet? Mm-mm. Have y'all seen it yet? Well, it about? 20, it's about background singers. Okay. It's about hmm. the lives of background singers. Have I, I've heard of it. That, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, and I just so happy. I'm like, what is this? So I actually listened to it and watched it, actually, man. And uh, it actually features some some very familiar uh, singers. Darlene Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judah Hill is on here. Mm-hmm. Mary Clayton is on here. And, of course, Lisa Fisher is on here. Mm-hmm. You know, just name a few of them. But what really resonated with me the most is that back in the 60s, all these background singers were black women. But black folks. Yeah. In this documentary, it documents all of that. You know, from, you know, uh, actually Lisa Fisher, she has been singing on tour with the Rolling Stones since 1989. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she talked about that. And then, um, but they could be on the records, but they wasn't out right. in the open. Right. You know, so when you get a chance to see the documentary, man, it's, I mean, it goes back to the complete history of the 60s when they started, how they stopped and started back. Uh, we, you know, you know, they talk about the white folks on the records singing background. That's not what they wanted. Uh. Bruce Springsteen is on here, you know. So what got me to think, well, I'm like, well, damn, they just wanted that sound. That's so that, that soul. Yeah. Everybody you know, want to so. be black, but don't wanna, they don't want to be around black folk. Hmm. They want to be black adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, you know, my favorite uh, there are two that I always think about when mm-hmm. we talk about that: Luther, right, and uh, Saida Garrett, right, yeah. Saida been that I mean she she made a career out of being session work session yeah. you mm-hmm. know doing pure session work, mm-hmm. and you know, um, and you know the story we I, I think I've said this on on the previous show, mm-hmm. you know she's the uh, she's the female voice on Don't Look Any Further, right. right? Right. So she wasn't supposed to be. Right. It was Shaka Khan. Right. Right. And Shaka Khan didn't show up for the session. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so Saida Garrett had done the reference track, you know, the one, you know, they put the reference track out and she never re recorded it. So the Don't Look Any Further got uh, released with Saida Garrett as the reference track. So she didn't sing that but once. Mm-hmm. That show you just how damn bad mm-hmm. she is. Because mm-hmm. that's a nice first take. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. probably why Shaka, Shaka might have heard it and was like, "I don't need this shit alone." Nice <laughs> but anyway, take. but yeah. if that's a first take, you know she's yeah. bad for yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. She slept yeah. on for real. Yeah, it's, uh, Mike. It's funny you said that about Luther because I was watching. Um, what was that show used to come on BET? I caught it on YouTube last night. Uh, Video song? Nah, something about journeys in black. If I'm not oh, mistaken, yeah, I remember that. It was like, brief. Uh-huh. It was real it's short. It's kind of like yeah. the first unsung. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. It's kind of like an unsung. Yep, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, Luther was on there. He was talking about his uh, background days and how he said he kind of, he glad that it worked out like that. He said he, he really got into the business as a solo artist, you know, you know, at his own pace mm-hmm. at the right time that he wanted because all of the background work, background work that he did and mm-hmm. all yeah, of that the way he sounded him and had him ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Had him, you know, had him prepared, man. Mm-hmm. He was already writing. So he already had songs, you know what I'm saying? Had his writing partners. So it was pretty cool, man. Him talking about that background stuff, man, and how 
how he was at first his name wasn't even on the album you know what i'm saying right. until he got with chains yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm until he got with chains and then that, that's when his name got out there because that, that was the uh stipulation he was like you know i'll do it but my name has to be on it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so they uh, are yeah. the, the, that's a that's a story that needs to be told to young people all the time you know you, as long as you're preparing, you That's know it. you you can get somewhere as exactly. long as you're preparing, man. They, Stay prepared. Stay yeah, ready. Just, just keep just keep <laughs> yes. preparing. Yes. Whatever you can do to keep that momentum going. Exactly. Because you know, young folks think you're supposed to be an overnight su- sensation. You know, you're no. supposed to walk in and be in the superstar, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's a dime a dozen, right? It's a dime a dozen, and overnight sensations usually don't last. That's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. And then, especially if you're talented, like if you're not as close to being as talented as Luther Vandross is, Word. right? How do you expect to be? <laughs> right. on right. Right. And this cat right here is, Word. you know, yeah. yeah. So, boy, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. But you know, like they said in the documentary, it's a long, it's a long walk from being back there by the drum to the front, right. and you have to hmm. be mentally prepared. Hmm. For you what you are about to get in, get yourself into. You I'm sure, yeah. You know, so some people just don't want the life, you know, because Judith Hill in the in in the in the uh, documentary, she said, you know, she got a couple solos, but she said she still loves the same background and she tries to put on a costume with a wig and all this stuff to, so she won't be identified. Then if somebody see her and they're like, what's she doing up there? That's Judith Hill. You know, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. She was positioned to be like a phenomenal too, because right. like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. yeah. like mm-hmm. being on tour with Michael Jackson. That's mm-hmm. like exactly. And also Lisa Fisher. I mean, she had like a phenomenal solo album, right? So it's almost like Big she's single. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Big she got single. out there and she was like, okay, no, uh, I, this, I, this, this okay. This ain't what I want. <laughs> yeah. right. and, yeah. and lest we forget, Whitney started out as a background yeah, singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which kind of brings us With into uh, 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 for kinda, her mama. It's kind of it's funny <laughs> you say that, man, because it kind of brings us to what we're about to talk about. Uh, you know, we want to talk about crooners today, and mm. actually, man, I looked. Uh, you know, I googled <clears throat> Wikipedia just to define what a crooner was, and Wikipedia describes uh, defines a crooner as a male singer backed by an orchestra or a big band. You know, folks like Nat, Nat- King Cole mm. and Frank Sinatra, say. but uh, Webster defines a crooner as a male singer who sings sentimental songs in a soft, low voice, such as Luther Vandross and Marvin Gaye. So, you know, considering that we have two definitions of what a crooner is, I mean, you know, since we got the the uh, man that wants to be a crooner himself <laughs> in another lifetime, Mr. What Up Though himself. Uh, which one of those which one of those def- definitions resonate with you the most definitely not that first one <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. you get too many people uh-uh. chance to to get in that category now nah. uh for me actually i had a third definition i mean just somebody that we'll that's, down that's just, somebody's just blowing somebody that, that sounds good not and i'm not saying and but still smooth now mm-hmm. I do like the part when they said, um, uh, "What you say?" Uh, the with first definition band, with a big band and orchestra. You nah, said maybe about the, the low voice. Who are the people? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Soul, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Smooth. When I think of both of them, mm-hmm. I think I think smooth. Right. Okay. I think smooth. So that's definitely a part of it. But smooth and like I said, just sounding good, man. Just 
you know, you can sing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not Johnny Gillish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Yeah. What is Johnny Gillish? So, yeah, let's bring no. that. I want to dig into this Johnny Gill thing. Hey, look. Uh, <laughs> hey. Okay, okay, wait. Okay. A crooner, it, in my opinion, stays right in this box right here. They, oh, they But they vocally. mess around. That they go around that whole box, you know what I'm saying? They oh, do, you know what I mean? Saying. They don't. It's no, not the vocal, not a whole bunch of runs. So it's not vocal, the vocal acrobatics, acrobatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. vocal acrobatics. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, that, maybe yeah. we'll say that. Yeah, yeah okay. maybe that's a good word for it. Okay, but uh, not too much. Smooth. I like that Powerful. Yeah. You know, blowing, but not wild. You know, no whole bunch of screaming. You know, I like that. I really like yeah, that definition. That's, that's what for, my, for me, crooning. They stay in the pocket. They, they got this whole thank, little. They got this thing that they do, and you. and they just kind of they, they maintain in, the in that groove and they do what they need to do. I got yes. you because um, when we were talking about this show, I was like, okay, well, who's a new crooner that I like? Because a lot of these cats are like rap singing, mm, right? Raps. So who's crooning? <laughs> and uh, to me. Uh, what do you think about Daniel Caesar? Have you heard him? I've the heard, guy I've who's heard uh, Daniel Caesar. Like you, Daniel Caesar. Yeah, I like Daniel Caesar. So like to him. me, he kind of, and you never hear, just it fits into what you just said. He kind of stays in this whole little area right uh-huh. here, and he covers, I mean, nothing about what he's doing is, is complex, but he's sending you a vibe. Like he's like, this is where I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm writing this really good song, and I'm singing it. And it's it's like it's a heartfelt little groove I'm in right here. So yeah, yeah, I, that yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the ones I would call a, a, a crooner, like Master Ace rapping. And then I'm gonna let, I'm gonna pass that on to somebody <laughs> like Master Ace rap. That that how Master Ace very simple. Oh, okay. You giving us a hip hop. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Simple but very effective. Okay, very effective. Okay, all right, Michael. I know you got something to say, man. I Come don't. On, dog. Actually, you know what? To me, <laughs> when you when you use that definition like that, then it opens it up to a whole lot of. Uh, to me, it opens up the a Pandora's box. Uh, when you say you know you kind of stay in that box and stay in that groove, and it's not that I don't agree with the definition. I just think it opens it up to a lot of other people. You I know? agree. And mm-hmm. okay. Um, uh, because I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. Uh, you posted a video the other day of uh, Bobby Brown singing Roni. Mm-hmm. You listen to Roni on, you listen to Roni, the studio version of Roni. My heart belongs to Tender Roni. Mm-hmm. Bobby sounds like a crooner. I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not going to go against and that. I don't, that I don't think Bobby can't not sing. I'm just saying most people, when you start talking about people who can sing, R&B males who can sing, you're not gonna call Bobby Brown's name, <laughs> and he's not blowing on Tenderone right. either. But he's he's in the pocket. <laughs> you're saying in it's the pocket, simple, and but, it's pocket, but you're and it's not just blowing. Like, but that's Daniel like Caesar. I said, I had blowing, but Daniel Caesar yeah, doesn't either. Blowing. Yeah, yeah. You know. Daniel, Daniel Caesar doesn't blow either. I, but, I agree. But you, he's still in with that definition. It makes him a crooner as well. A modern day crooner. Mm, yeah, yeah that's yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, because we're gonna we'll we'll look at it and because. Because crooning has to be looked at in different genres, not genres, different, uh, 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 I don't want to say dec- eras is what I'm going to say, eras of music. Because uh, Nat King Cole w- wouldn't make a hit in 2018. Right. But uh, Bobby Brown wouldn't make a hit in 1955 necessarily 
You know Somebody what I mean? Did. It just you know the 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 sound is different. Mm-hmm. The, the singing is different, and what you uh, and what you would uh, but his look voice for. is just take Bobby Brown's voice and put him in that era of being with Nat King Cole or whatever. He wouldn't make it. Okay. I would agree. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm I'm saying yeah. I don't his think his voice couldn't adjust to the sound. I don't think he could at that time. I don't think he could have. He couldn't sing Mona Lisa. But mm-hmm. Nat King Cole couldn't sing Rony either. So, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, I, I still like the whole Bobby being a crooner. I, I think, I mean, I, I, I agree with, I'm just saying with that Cliff that he's not, he can't blow. No. But, I mean, no. if you listen to, so when I, the part of Bobby that makes you not think of him as a singer is what he does on stage. Because he does a lot of this screaming and yelling and whatever. But a lot of the the actually don't be cruel album. I mean, it was a nice little. It was I, it I was would, a vibe would, album. It I was would, a good. I would. He was a good. It was some good. It was, it was I just think that album. his. Uh, yeah. I yeah. just think that probably. It. You you just don't. When we start thinking when we start talking about crooners, we do start thinking about ballads, and his his other music overshadows his ballads. And I okay. think that's probably I why you. we won't call him. I got you. When we won't because his saying, lead single was a ballad. When he first came out, my girlfriend, I yeah. need a girl. Yeah, yeah. Would, would you would you agree, Mike? That uh, that video I posted, that's the best he sounded in a long time. Do you agree? Mm, I don't know that I have. I don't have. I don't have a. I don't have a frame of reference because I don't know the last time I've heard him sing live. <laughs> but I, I didn't think the video sounded bad until I heard Ronnie DeVoe sing in background. But other than that, right, yeah, mm-hmm. right, okay, okay. <laughs> and, and 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 the reason why it sounded good to me or better than he's ever had because he he didn't he wasn't screaming. Yeah, no, he, I agree. He he, you know, what I'm saying he sounded he, he good. Sung, I'm so not saying he didn't sound he was good. Controlled. Yeah. He yeah. relaxed. Control. That's another word I forgot to uh, put in. Control. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I forgot to throw that in as far as being mm-hmm. part of being a crooner. All right, my bad. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Broderick? You know, shit, man. I mean, kind of what what Mike was saying, and kind of like what everybody is saying, pretty much. I just, I kind of look at crooning as a like an era thing, really. You know, when I when I think of the term crooning or whatever, I think of crooning. I go all the way back to sixties and seventies. Because mm-hmm. that's where it originated from. So I don't really, I think later on, cats imitated that croon, you know, so they would, like, say, like Bobby Brown, he could croon. I wouldn't necessarily call him a crooner. That's, I think that's more of a style that cats was using at a particular time, you know, based mm-hmm. on love songs, like you said, ballads. But the smoothness, the stand in the pocket, all of that. It, I think the crooning just became a, a style that some cats mm-hmm. could do sometimes and not necessarily, especially in the 80s and 90s when you had a variety of sounds starting to come out. You know, you could do a, croon, a, a song like a baby face could do something where he's crooning, but then he can also do some faster tempo songs. So I wouldn't necessarily call him a crooner. I would say he can, he can croon. And that's kind of my perspective on it. I never really... When I think of crooning, I think of certain cats that mm-hmm. that's their style. Mm-hmm. Like Luther, he's a crooner. That's just it's just obvious, you know. To me, yeah. that's you know it's an obvious pick. Uh, the all the brothers from the Soul Stairs, you know. Mm-hmm. That's who I first people I think about Sam Cooke, you know that type of thing. So, right, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I I think that every what everybody is saying is pretty much correct, you know. Yeah, I got you. But when you start talking about. Um, when you start 
trying to come up with the definition and i mean i'm not i'm not disagreeing with what you're saying about uh um staying in the pocket and or uh vocal acrobatics but there are like artists who who were able who are able to use those acrobatics we're talking about uh and and do so effectively and it doesn't it doesn't become uh johnny gillish what you say wow so i'm saying that might be need to be the title like uh, johnny gillish uh <laughs> I'm t- like uh, like Luther. Luther uses he uses a lot of acrobatics. He really does. You know when he's singing, you know you hear you hear a lot of uh, a lot of him playing with yeah. a lot of of, of uh, uh, trying not to get ad libs. A lot of that technical but arpeggios. Yeah, he, he that's does that's that. about as that's about as much as you much get, you'll that's get what you go get from Luke. But that's it. But that's still what it is. So but that's it though. That he's not okay. doing it too I'm, much. Uh, he's not he's not well. and and it fits. <laughs> and but it then, fits. But he's doing it. That's the and, point. And it and it fits right in with I'm just saying, what he's trying to all do. All I'm saying is that we but have it's, to be it's not it's not random for the sake of just yeah, trying to go off. Exactly. Okay, then then what do you think then what do you think about uh, say Wanye Morris from Boys to Men. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying right there. You saying that it's too much, or you saying too it's... much? Sometimes it's too much. Okay. Yeah, because now you can't do it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? See, if you start that, you can't finish. You can't finish. Now you can't do that anymore. So now every time people hear you sing that song, when they when you're ready to get to that part. They gonna get disappointed. So a real crooner it. is somebody who who understands their voice enough to be able to sing what they sing and in twenty. Smart, what they sing exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You can exactly. sing it all every decade. You can come back and like, let me like, let me like lay this down. Curtis Mayfield, I, I wouldn't consider him like a great singer. You know, what I'm saying his mm-hmm. style was more what I like, but I consider him a crooner because because of his yeah. approach. Like he said, the, the 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 acrobats or the different tones that you play with, and he played with different tones. Of course, you know he sang in falsetto, so I think it's certain cats like that. I don't, I don't necessarily think you have to have like a great voice mm-hmm. to be a crooner. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I look at it more as a style rather than you know somebody who just can blow and just can sing. Because if if we say that, then they are, there are people who who do have very powerful voices, but they are in control too. But they like I think Aretha Franklin is a, a pretty good example. You know, she she can get loud and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what we would call kind of wild a little bit. But it's all it seems like it's under control though. It's mm-hmm, never mm-hmm. like Patti LaBelle would be like the antithesis to me yeah. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now. We used to have you, you brought some ladies' names up. We used to have some pretty deep discussions about this, um, and and from my perspective, coming from uh, uh, an education in jazz background, I think what you brought out is um, uh, is something that we miss when we start talking about who can sing and who can't sing, because you don't necessarily have to have. For me, singing is about uh, being a song stylist, being able to uh, do things with your voice and uh, produce uh, part of the music with what what you're doing with your voice. Um, uh, 
one of our uh, mutual friends uh, goes on record and he thinks he's being provocative by saying uh, Billy Holiday can't sing. Uh, Billy Holiday can't sing. But when you ask him who can sing, you know, the first thing that'll come out of his mouth is Whitney Houston. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So now you got uh, you have two different voices, completely different voices. Uh, the raspy, uh, soulful, um, deeper voice of Billie Holiday versus this bell-like quality from Whitney Houston. But you'll be hard-pressed to find a real singer who wouldn't say Billie Holiday is one of the people who is an architect of what we know as soul music, R&B music you know, being able to sing. And because singing is so much more than just having a good voice, you know, it's about timing, it's about rhythm, it's about melody, it's about all of those things that uh, Billie Holiday was impeccable at. So bringing, I think Curtis Mayfield was probably one of the better uh, examples of what, you know, we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I agree Curtis Mayfield wasn't, he wasn't a great singer. Right. Right. He didn't have bell-like quality to his tone and his voice. Uh, uh, you can put Bobby Brown in that, you know, mm-hmm. that category. Mm-hmm. But the 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 timing, the soulfulness, uh, understanding where your voice is with regard to the music makes you a good singer, in my opinion. You know, because I know a lot of people who I think don't have great voices. But they can sing because they know how to fit into whatever it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. Another person that comes to mind most uh, quickly comes to mind is D'Angelo. Mm. I don't think D'Angelo has a good voice at all, but all of his singing is really it's 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 quite technical, it's rhythmic, and yeah, that's the what he thing, sings. Yeah. When he sings his stuff, even when he doesn't, you know, even remakes I've heard him do, it all fits because he knows how to use his voice for what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, as long as you, you know, I know people who can sing. I've heard people who can, who have good tone, but they can't sing because they can't fit into, mm-hmm. they don't have any rhythm. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have any, mm-hmm. and it's boring, and it just, you know, you just kind of go, eh, I don't want to hear that. Like who? That's I probably I can't think of anybody's name. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. I wouldn't, oh, I, would, wow. I wouldn't agree with that. That's but we're not talking about <laughs> women. We're talking about men. Okay, Ruben Studdard. You don't think Ruben can sing? I'm asking you. I think Ruben can sing. I think, no, I think, I he think he's sing. a crooner. Yeah, I do too. I would say that's more that's who I would yeah. say is a crooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a modern day crooner. He's more yeah. of a yeah. modern day crooner. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ruben Studdard, I think he's yeah. absolutely a really great singer. Yeah, yeah. He's a good singer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but question. but like I'm saying, I think singing, crooning is far more, is far different than just being able to sing a song. Because to me, if you can, if you can sing in a chorus, you can sing. All right. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you sit, you know, they tell you you get in the choir and, and you, you sing your tune. <laughs> you can sing. Literally carry a note. You can literally sing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have any personality, quality to your voice. When you're trying to sing lead or sing a song mm-hmm. solo, mm-hmm. then that's where you not that's where you lose lose me in the whole I can sing mm-hmm. part. Like I can I can I can sing in the chorus, 
But you put me in a mic by myself, you know, the nerves gonna take over, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, boy, can you can't carry a tune in a bucket?" <laughs> you know, because the tonal value changes, and it's right. probably because I don't do it that much. I don't, you know, I've never really done it a lot, but. You know, you get nervous about, I, I mean, you know, I know I can do it. I can hear it when it's wrong, but put me in a chorus, shit, I'll blow that mug down. <laughs> that's but, funny what you said about, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's funny right. what you were saying about D'Angelo because um, he really does, to me, He's I never thought about it, but he's a crooner. I mean, yeah. he really is a crooner. And when he covered uh, that Roberta Flack song, Feel Like Making Love, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he, 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 built his voice into that song and that just like works mm-hmm. yep. i don't know anybody else that could have done it the way he did mm-hmm. it and it's just kind of like he just croons his way through that song and I, I, that's really mm-hmm. and he did a he did another he did another cover where he did a Smokey robertson oh yeah and that one was like uh cruise, cruise, cruise yeah, of course. Yeah. he was vibing on that one too because he makes everything his own yeah he makes right. it he makes it yeah. uh, some d'angelo shit yeah. some, yeah. some stuff excuse me that's oh, what you can cuss oh, you here, he makes it some d'angelo <laughs> shit <laughs> my brother said he's been working they're still working on it so we are right. working on it too right. Right. because right. he makes it some d'angelo shit and i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a minute how would d'angelo sound on just some produced by somebody else that's 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 the that's what it is right there. Mm-hmm. To me, somebody that can sing, like sing, like really got a you know great voice and they can really sing, they can pretty much sing anything. God damn right. Yeah. But then you got people that are like D'Angelo, like Curtis Mayfield, like Anita Baker, that probably can't sing outside of that comfort zone mm-hmm. or sing somebody else's shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless it's something that's just like that. Yeah. Right. Kind of their style. Like Smokey Robinson is not a far fetch from. Yeah, and I, I can't see, but usually when songs, when we hear songs that are produced, uh, even if they're done by different producers, they try to keep the singer in their wheelhouse. So, you know, you, I don't think I don't think you're going to hear two. It's not a whole lot of artists that can stretch out past their wheelhouse anyway. And 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 even if they can, even if they can, they're not going to do it because. They want they they want their records to sell, and unfortunately, you know, we don't allow people to be different. We mm-hmm. want them to be the same, whatever they doing, whoever's producing them. We want to keep hearing the same thing. So, mm. you know, it's it's hard to hear people stretch out uh, and do anything different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, to to me, you know, I just I I, I the crooners, the women got to love. <laughs> yeah. Period. That's what mm. that's what makes them a crooner. If, if women, if, women, if got women, got the love. Them. Women got mm. the love. Mm. And when I say that, you know, you know, I think about Teddy Pendergrass. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a all women's concert. See, but when Just you for women only, I with you. So but you, when you, you say that, and when you say that, when you say that, you bring people like Trey Songs into the mix. No, nah, Trey Song can't sing, but. But you got to sing and bring the women. Oh, okay. You got to do both. <laughs> That's requirements. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I right. You. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, oh, so people, you're talking about like a uh, uh, tank. He think he, I mean, tank. okay, we're going we gonna to go, so we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> I got some notes for that for you. All right. Yeah, he's imitating. Yeah. I mean, but he talking about, I'm going to be your savage. That ain't no good lyrical content. A now you talking got to come about lyrics. Lyrical content. <laughs> okay. We you just know, we change we moving we, the goal yeah, line. Yeah, you keep moving the goal line. <laughs> I mean, these are my qualities that yeah, they have okay. for, to, for being to a crooner. Okay, so, so I mean, the song has to be. Uh, 
It can't be a. Uh, it can't be a. <laughs> yeah, because up cause, you tonight. No. Nah. <laughs> well, well, Prince say he's gonna fuck the taste out of your mouth. Right. He ain't no crooner though. You don't think nah. Prince is a crooner? No. Mm-mm. No. Word? No. No. When he two are in love, he can. He can. He can. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, that too. Prince is, not, Prince is not a crooner. That's Prince not his style. Not a crooner. Yeah, yeah. But he can. It's not crooner. his style for sure. Definitely not his style. So you saying ten albums? His genius period. There were no crooning songs. On I those think albums. he was better as a rocker. I mean, that's where his voice okay, fit. I as, got you. And to me, that's better, where his voice. But you're saying he never. He he, was, he did a good job at it, but his voice was like you know okay. is is. Yeah, his know. voice was better Let's than go people crazy. gave him credit for. I mean, yeah, he was he was he could sing. He was a singer. He could sing know, though. He was yeah. he was a direct descendant of like the stylistics and right. and that shit. He he was that, you know. Yeah, I mean I mean I'm listening to I'm, when you said that I'm thinking about the covers that he's done of like Temptation songs and he sounds good doing them. Mm-hmm. But he, really he does. Not, but you still won't give him the, I, I think, won't give I him think he does the crooner style well. Okay. I but wouldn't I won't officially him no call, yeah, right. him You know and when I when I meant when I say that though Mike I'm talking about you know when we, I'm I'm thinking about Teddy Pendergrass. He is one of these cast as you know a Turn it off. <laughs> no, but but what I'm saying here Regardless, to, regardless of what you say, he get wild too. He get wild with it. He was but, talking about take your but, panties off and but, take your but, drawers but off. At the and same he was doing time, all that stuff too. But at the same time, he gonna say, "I don't <laughs> want be, your, I don't want be your savage." But uh, come and go with me. Come on over to my place. But that's what the chicks want to hear now. Though. They, you know, they don't mind being you being savage. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. They want you to be a savage. Well, these chicks, boy. they want you to be <laughs> so a savage. Simple. They so simple. Bless their heart. This guy go down that rabbit hole. Turn it off. Bless their heart. But then you know you got somebody like Barry White. Barry White just gonna. Make his lyrics. He gonna he gonna be tasteful and erotic, but at the same time, he gonna sit tell you what he want. And, he stay in that pocket. He gonna me, stay in his thing. He stay in that me, pocket too. I would never put Barry White in the crooner. Really? Never would. What? Oh man, yeah, he got, man. He's a crooner because all if day you long. Listen, if you to me, Barry White, his his his, I think the reason Barry White was uh, as important as he was. Is because of the tonality in his voice. Nobody else could sing. Nobody else really was. I mean, other than like in the early, like Ed Eckstein or something like that, had these deep voices that could sing like, you know, that. Mm-hmm. But to me, Barry never really had control of his voice. I just, every song I've ever heard him do, I've been like, I wonder what take that was. I have never heard him sing any songs mm. where I thought he was just in total control of his his voice. I just think he vibed well. I think the music was soulful. I think all of that. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think he was down next to me. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't see. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I love Barry White. Don't get me wrong. I think Barry White was an incredibly important artist. I love his music. I listen to it anytime. I just won't say he was a singer or a crooner. I just don't believe that. I don't believe he was. And I just, I don't think it's he ever really had control. Voice is deep. Is that why? I just think he never had real control of it. It just never, he never sounds like he's in control. Oh, it wow. just never does to me. I don't. That's, I think that's what the, the ladies liked about him. 
Cause he stayed. Cause in he that still, pocket. was so smooth. I, I'm not saying he wasn't. He he didn't have a choice but to stay in the pocket. The he couldn't was, go nowhere I mean, else. You know, he he mixed he disco, R and B, orchestral, impeccable. Yeah, all in one that. with I, his voice. Did yeah. you did did you hear me say anything about him not being a great musician? It was perfect. You just I don't think, think he, he was a crew. I just don't. I, he just wasn't. You know, he. I wouldn't put him on my list at all. Barry okay. White is not on. My list. Okay, okay, we gonna go there. Okay, not far from that. Uh, that was a good one. My man, my man. That shit sounds good. I don't know about that, Mike. Trying to please me. Now this is turning into American Idol. I love all of Barry's music. I love it. He just, I just never felt not like control. he had control. I, I, I just never felt like he had control of it. I hear you. Okay, that, but that's well, just how I feel. So how do you feel about Will Downing then? Will oh, is smooth. Wow. Yeah, that's, Will is damn, smooth. That was a good one. Good one, Sheldon. Will, Will Downing is incredibly smooth. But I think what, he, Will has that, that baritone thing going too. It's not bass like Barry. So I just think that he has, he has, uh, I th- let me is he a let, me, let me start. Let me go back. Yes, I think yes. he's oh, a crone. Yeah. Okay. okay. And let me let okay. me let me go back a little bit. <laughs> okay. Let me go back a little bit. Let me go back a little bit. I think that I think part of my issue with Barry was I don't think he controlled that. I don't think he controlled the bottom as much as uh, if he sang a little bit higher. So like mm-hmm. Barry always to me sang bass. Mm-hmm. If he kind of sang in baritone, maybe it would have been a little bit different for me. Yeah. But that's that's kind of where I lost him. That's where I lost him. I got Barry, you. you know, but I that's where you Barry, know. you know, where I lost Barry. But don't get me wrong, Will Downing is dope. He I ain't no issue with no. I ain't got no issue with him at all. Yeah, Will the truth, man. And you know, and I and I, you know, what got me uh, about that when I saw his unsung. And did you yeah, see his on song? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good too. Man. When I when I saw his on song, man, and all that he had gone through, and he came back to sing again, mm-hmm. that that just took me there. But I just think about the album uh, he did with Rochelle for Rip duet he did with that. Yeah, that always just sticks. It's classic, my, man. Yeah, man, it always sticks. I with had me, to man. go and Google my favorite Will Downing album, and it it is by far all the man you need. It's a, if if mm-hmm. anybody goes back and listens to that Will Downing it's a, it's album, a dope album man. beginning to end, all of the cuts on that. I just like when that album came out. I listened to it for like two years straight because it was a good album. It's a very good album. He's He's. I, I don't know why. To me, I don't know why he's not more uh, popular, even in a mainstream type of way. Because to me, he he fits what a lot of mainstream people are looking for in an artist. So why wouldn't he be like a? I don't even know what I would would compare him to. So I don't even know if there are. Is there somebody that is is probably, even feeling that white? No way. Probably some white. Well, yeah. There you go. You're probably right. That. Cause the, so there is no such thing Can't like get every, props. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody else that that is doing that is like the young Trey songs type. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there's no, uh, there's no R and B statesman. That's got no R and B. Yeah, like yeah. real R and B. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you mean mainstream. as far as like yeah, mainstream. You, you talking about like young what, folk? Eric Benet? You talking about young folk? Like, well, I'm talking about somebody that's like respected now that you would like. When when they come out, people are like, "Oh, this this is an important person that's still singing." And they can sing. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, it's not a lot. Did but you, you know what you can uh, you can always add. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know what happened to Keith Washington. 
I don't know why he disappeared right. off the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I but can, the, you but can the reason give, why I'm saying that is because I can point to females. Mm-hmm. I can say that Lettucey or is on her way to becoming that mainstream mm-hmm. person. Now Jill Scott is a mainstream mm-hmm. person that mm-hmm. has that mm-hmm. vocal whatever. But do we have a vocal male person that's like the closest? Is Eric Benet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you said that but when I, you were saying that first. Him, I was like, talking yeah, about now. That's probably about there. Like, no, I mean, I can't think of anybody. But that's the landscape of music now. So it really there, is. there really is no R&B music anymore. Exactly. But there is for females, though. There is for females. But women, but even... Even... Uh, you I, got I Kevin agree. Ross. I agree. I mean, the thing about women is... Kevin Ross's album, I mean, he's a phenomenal singer. Men, yeah. men, men he, I hope he becomes one. Yeah, uh-huh. men won't listen to R&B unless it's a woman. You know, some 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 some, some site that they can look at. It got to be a, a, spe- a different kind of woman. Okay, see, we have talk about this all the time. We see, like, cats, fellas, we, we don't jam Beyonce. Right, we like Beyonce. She cool. I have seen. We don't. That. We don't jam. Brothers or people, males. A lot of males don't jam Beyonce. We don't right. jam. But R&B. males jam Jill Scott. Right. Right. Males jam Erica Badu. Right. That's true. Males jam That's Anita true. Baker. It's we a vibe. It's, it's, it's a, a, a vibe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mary J. Yeah. Right. Mary J. Exactly. I give you that. That's true. Yeah. I give you that. I give you that. I mean they. They will. I see. What, they will attest to having their own copies of all of those albums, right. <laughs> and we're jamming in the car. Exactly. And right, jamming, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be bumping, right, right. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you wouldn't, you know, bump yeah. somebody like right. you know. We don't hate to pick on Beyonce. She's just yeah, she's, the popular yeah, person. Yeah, I'm yeah, not just gonna say Beyonce. I'm going to Whitney Houston. Yeah. As much as I love Whitney Houston, I'm not rolling around. Jamming I don't right. Whitney I don't Houston. own right. any Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You're right about that. Well, you know, since you know, hey man, we need to go in this, but. Because uh, we've been rolling for a minute. But you know, oh, that, we b- b- before we how close we it, though. How we going to end it already? We before we close talk about it. Yeah, man, you can talk about crooners <laughs> all day long. I know Mike always researching and ready to say something else about yeah. somebody's crooner. Yeah. What you got to say, I man? Can't, I can't wait tonight. <laughs> None. I was just saying. I was just going to go with. Uh, okay. Go ahead. We were just talking about young folk. And I wanted to like use a name like Eric Robertson. Uh, I would call him a crooner, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. I mean, most definitely. you know. Yeah. But that w- that was the last thing I had to say about. He was in town. Uh, he was in town a few weeks ago too. Yeah, he he comes through Dallas quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we can end it like this then. What's your top five? <laughs> top five crooners. I mean, they ain't got to uh, be one to five. Just right, right. who you know. Well, off the top, I mean, just Ma- Michael Jordan himself is Luther. Okay, he's number one. Okay, he's he, he's number one. Um, then I got um, Donny Hathaway. Okay. Um, uh, Peebo, Peebo Bryson. Wow. Um, let me see. Um, Sam Cooke. And this fifth one, I'm torn, man, between. Um, like David Ruffin or um, or uh, Marvin Gaye, it's one of them. I can't I can't pick that fifth one, man. So I'm gonna have a five A and a five B. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's my five. All right. What about you, Wari? I I can't mess with that list. Um, I would go with every, every, that list. Mm-hmm. I might switch out 
um, depending on the day, and might put Bill Withers in there somewhere, but just because Bill just kind of, I like the way he sings love songs. You he know what, man? I you you said something when you yeah. said that, man. <laughs> yeah. For real, man. Yeah. And, and my dad has the nerve to say. He had an ugly voice. Remember nah, that? I love his voice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a unique voice, but that goes that plays to what Mike was saying. Yeah, right. you don't have it right. goes back it. to that. You, 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 y'all are absolutely right. That was a good one. Thank yeah, you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike, what's that? I, you know, my, my mm. list is, uh, I won't say that they're my top five because I like, I like a lot of male singers. Mm-hmm. I can narrow down my favorite male singer, and it's Marvin Gaye. Okay. He'll always be my favorite. I, I, nobody's knocking him off the, uh, off the, off the mantle yet. <laughs> so I'm going with Marvin Gaye, and then if I just have to pick uh, favorite singers, or mm-hmm. if I have to give you five, mm-hmm. Luther goes on, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder goes on, mm-hmm. uh, Nat King Cole goes on, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I'm just gonna round it out and just pick one and say uh, Tony Bennett. Okay, he goes on for me. You <laughs> <laughs> rounded it out good, brother. <laughs> Tony Bennett. That's the way to bring it on home. <laughs> I left my heart uh, in old Francisco. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, man. I'm kind of like you, Mike. I have favorite singers. Uh, crooners or what have you, how we want to put it. Um, I'm gonna put Wheel Downing on my list. Um, and I'll put Al Jarreau in there. Um, I'll throw Ray Charles in there. Um, and I'm gonna give it to Sam Cooke. And Marvin Gaye himself. That's, right. that's, I'm gonna I'm I'm stick with that one, man. I didn't want to. You know. Wow. Marvin, right. Marvin, Marvin, but, Marvin, Marvin. Oh. Last but not least, least. Oh. Uh, Marvin as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've gone and settled that one. Pretty much, you know, kind of what these two brothers were saying: Maurice and uh, Cliff, um, Luther, Donny Hathaway. Uh, it's. It's so hard for me not to put Stevie in there. See, that's what that's I was talking. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's it almost seems impossible that I should leave him out. But I'll say Luther, Donny Hathaway, uh, Sam Cooke, uh, I, I I go ahead and put Stevie in there. Stevie and uh, five rounded out. It's Marv. Bobby Bland. I thought you said Marv. Yeah, Yeah. 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 No, this is this is who my issue was with between Stevie and Bobby Bobby Bland. Bland. So it was like, man, Bobby Bland. That's a Kroner. That's a Kroner right there. I got it. I got it. That's a good one. It's almost it's almost a travesty that we didn't have a conversation like. This is the first time Sam Cooke's name has come up. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty much a travesty. And Bobby Blake. Oh, we gonna have a part two. <laughs> oh, we gonna have a part two <laughs> called Lou Rawls. It's a whole bunch of oh, people yeah, 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 that yeah. I like yeah. to talk about. Yeah. yeah.
You'll never find. Like, we, see, mm, we'd mm, have to break mm, it down mm, by. Uh, we can't styles of open. styles yeah, of crooning. It'd have to be yeah. eras, eras styles. styles. Yeah, yeah. So do that. We yeah. have to do let's that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah, man. But uh, hey, everybody that's listening, make sure you, uh, hit us up and let you know what what y'all favorite crooners are. Your top five, top ten, or whatever the case may be. You know. But as always, we want to thank you for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. You can listen, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Follow us on Twitter at PsychoFellas. Follow us on, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Be sure to check out the website, PsychoMusicLyricology.com, for music reviews and more. We can be contacted at PsychoMusicLyricology at gmail.com. And we have a phone number, 469-606-9534. Until the next time. Peace. Peace. Yo, true school music. Check us out.